Hello, my name is Aziz and I'm the son of a divorced mother. She is really my superhero. That's why it's important for me to support women to share their uniqueness, their personalities, perspectives, and emotions about this world. In these difficult times in human history, we need to bring the people of the world together. And when we hear the voices of women, when we listen to real lives of women from other countries, we connect our cultures without differences or stereotypes, and we get inspired by their stories to live a better life. That's what this podcast is all about. My guest today is Elena Guzmiroli. Elena is the first Italian girl on this podcast, so this is a very special episode where she will represent her country, but first and foremost, herself. Elena is a psychologist, an international model, a kids teacher at Università Cattolica, a lover of travel, the founder of the new fashion brand Bella & Studio, and a social media influencer with 1 million followers on Instagram. Elena has been on the cover of multiple fashion, fitness, and lifestyle magazines, including Glamour, Harper's Bazaar, and Women's Fitness, and collaborated with luxury brands such as Moschino, Salvatore Ferragamo, Lamborghini, and Ferrari. Elena, how are you today? Hello, everyone. Nice to meet you. I'm so happy to be the first Italian you speak with because I speak good English as not everyone do in Italy. But I thanks my mother because she was a she. I mean, now she's not anymore, but she was an English teacher. So, yeah, uh, she speak with me. Um, in English, and then I grew up also with my aunties that uh, she got married with a, a guy from London. So we have an international family. I grew up in the north of Italy, close by Lake Como. Now it's getting quite famous, but at uh, that time wasn't. So the story of my city, it's like a frontal city because it's in the north part, near to Switzerland. So, yeah, my grandfather, I think many of them work in Switzerland to get money to Italy because it was in a very rich country in the past. Our culture is very famous in the world because we love food. We eat a lot of food, pasta, pizza and everything. And they always ask me why I'm not getting fat eating all this carbo. But I think food made with love, it's something that will like never make you sad. So will always keep you positive and burn calories, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can feel your emotions. I'm just curious because the way you speak, it's someone like very artistic, very emotional. And I'm curious about that part of you as a person. It seems to me, because usually people who speak from that place that you're speaking right now, which is a place of deep emotions, are you someone who's very sensitive 
that you feel emotions very strongly. Sometimes you feel emotions so strong that you need to express it in some artistic way. Or tell me more about that soul part of yourself. Mm-hmm. So when I, when I was young, I always dreamed about being an actress. I was like, I'm going to be for my mother a teacher because she teach me everything and I want to teach other people everything about our culture. And um, I also want to teach about our emotional because psychology and pedagogy are really connected by each other. And uh, kids grow up as we teach them to grow up. So they are the future and I think they have to uh, be treated with um, all the love and respect because they understand everything. And sometimes we think uh, kids don't understand. They they really understand us. When I was young, I understand that my mother and my father was divorcing. Basically, they was everyday finding. And uh, one day, a school teacher of me uh, called um, my mother home and said, I think Elena has problem. I think she's autist, autistic, you know, uh, because I didn't, I uh, wasn't really speak with the other kids. I wasn't really um, connected. So my mother at this day decided to broke up with my father because they always was finding in front of me. So that's why I want to like express what I felt because I was really feeling what my father was living in that time. And um, if I will be able to transmit something about that, I would like to encourage people to go to psychologists, to do therapies, to um, believe, because sometimes we forget about what life has to teach to us. So we always think we um, already know everything, but it's not. You never know, you know? Yes, I really feel the emotions and I understand how it might feel because me as well, my parents divorced and I had a period of my life where I was very silent and you spoke about some people thinking you're autistic, but you are someone who's very interested in psychology. There is a misconception people think when you're interested in psychology, it's because you want to understand other people or manipulate them. But mostly it's first to understand yourself and help yourself from your traumas and all that. Can you speak about your interest in psychology? Why did it start? How did you choose to go deeper to study this field? And how does it relate to your experience of parents divorcing, of growing up as a girl in northern Italy? So at the beginning, my mother was um, really ambitious about me. So that's where I learned to be ambitious. And I start to think that I didn't have a possibility in economy because I did high school about like economists and stuff that I'm not really interesting about. But then I changed because we always have a second chance in our life. So 
more than two if we're lucky and uh, I went to Milano and I decided to study at Catholic University because it was the only one that I wanted to go I was really into religions and I felt strong to grow up in that way because many people don't believe and this is subjective I know but for me, from my experience, it gave me a lot of strong. So, yeah, my creativity then began at the third year of university when I wanted to stop because I said to my mom, Mom, I'm going to go to LA and I'm going to study acting. I want to go to LA. And then I had a proposal about an agency in LA that called me there. So I was like, I want to go there. <laughs> and then I tried, but my mother was too, um, in not, I was not enough, you know, independent at that, at that time. And uh, she called me back. So I finished my five years of university. And when I finished, finally, I went to LA. And then I find out that wasn't really what um, we grew up. Because in Italy, in the north part of Italy, we grew up almost in all Italy with... Um, you know, U.S. Uh, series like O.C. and California series. And then I was thinking was uh, my dream. But when I went there, maybe it was because it was uh, also unlucky. It was COVID time and, uh, you know, what happened. And <laughs> so I decided to come back home and I restarted everything again. And I went to from the base because when we have to restart, everyone fall down so when we have to restart we do like step by step so i start from the base i went to teaching in a school uh, in north italy and i teach for two three months the teacher was like a very nice job but i think in italy is not really well paid because if you're doing milano you can earn like about one thousand two hundred and you pay 1000 for rent only, so it's not really worth it. But yeah, you not really do for money in Italy. And that's, so, that's not really good in this way because teachers are, you know, the base of the future. So our world will change if we will take more care about them. In Italy, I'm I'm talking for my country. And then I decided that this wasn't wasn't enough for me. And I decided to go to Paris. And then it's now it's one year I'm studying in Paris, almost one year I'm studying acting. I will have exam in February. So yeah, I'm making my dream come true because I express myself through that. I felt like you go up in the mountain and you shout so loud and you take it out. Thank you. I agree with you very much that teachers are the foundation for the future of the children, but also for democracy. If you have uneducated people, they will vote in ways that will be bad for the country as well. So they're very underpaid. I believe they should be paid as much as football stars and celebrities because they do an even more important job and to understand something i noticed you love acting i interviewed before a girl who was also modeling and acting and she said to her 
sometimes people have a stereotype when they look at her before they know her or they expect her to be a snob, for example, because she looks good or anything like that. But when she's acting, she is free to be any person in the world. And therefore, she cannot be stereotyped because she feels her personality is flexible. She can be anything and anyone without limits of the judgment of others. Is this something that you relate to when it comes to acting? Or what do you love most about acting? You spoke about going on top of a mountain, and I imagine Switzerland again. I know your grandfather worked there, shouting in those mountains just to release all the energy. But please speak about why you love acting. What is your favorite thing about it? And how does it nourish your spirit and give you more energy and inspiration? So basically, I forget to say two more things about me. One is I love art, like I love music. I play clarinet. And uh, when my mother asked me in the secondary school which instrument I wanted to play, because we did a, a test and I was like the first one uh get the high score so they asked me which instrument i wanted to play and it was clarinet so i think acting is a kind of clarinet you know it's like it's you but it's you in every emotional you try in your blood you know because Every part I'm visiting in the world, I'm getting more rich and rich, but not about money, but about experience. And that's what acting is. You just like keep them into secret space, kind of files or documents. And then when you play, you get them out and you just like resmell the sound of your mother kitchen when you was young. And then you just find the words in the silence and this is kind of amazing things that we have in this uh, world you know people can do unbelievable things it's just like close by your next door but you have to go out of your comfort zone and sometimes we forget about that you know I understand that 100%. And I'm really curious. It seems you have such a rich internal world, a very big imagination. Earlier when you spoke about, again, going on the mountain and yelling, and now you spoke about in your mother's kitchen, feeling the sensations. Can you tell me a bit more about that? Did you create a world inside you that is interesting? Maybe when you were a little girl and you didn't speak to people, did you create some friends within you that you communicated with? Or sometimes you daydream about places you want to travel to before you travel to them? Or tell me about this, because you're speaking in a way that shows a rich imagination and an internal world that is full of details and nuances? I think uh, it came from the many languages speak because in university decide to did Arabic exam. Then I speak uh, German, English, Spanish, French, 
and uh, I'm trying to understand Indonesian and Chinese, but it's very hard here. Actually, I am in Chiang Mai, that is in the north part of Thailand, and it's really interesting city because it's kind of remember my born place when I was grow up in the north part. They really, they literally the northern part, one of the northern part of Italy, Alps. This city, Chiang Mai, reminds me my city because it's a frontal city. And uh, people for growing up, they have to invent, you know, exporting, importing. You have to invent your business. So I think sometimes we choose the easiest street to go to catch what we want to achieve our goals, but we forget about that uh, the life is in the way. So life is not when you arrive to achieve that. Life is in the way to achieve that. So when you image and create, that I think is one of the real happiness you can have. Thank you. So if I understood you correctly, Life is not about the outcome or the money, but like you said, when you travel, you get richer and richer. It means, if I understood you correctly, that it's about carpe diem, about enjoying every moment, finding the happiness, the emotions, how you can imagine things to feel them even deeper and better in everything. It's about the love of the people. And you spoke about food that is made with love will give you good health and will not make you fat. So is it to you that you try to enjoy every second to find reasons why every moment is special and full of potential? But if yes, then is this something Um, that you always had? Or usually people who have this, they had some kind of trauma in the past that made them wise. They think, okay, I don't accept this pain anymore, maybe bullying or something like you spoke about parents fighting. And there was a moment where you decided, I will be happy. I refuse to let life make me miserable. Tell me more. Honestly, I think we're good in this era to give the fall to the other person. So the fall is from my parents, the fall is from the other person. In Italy, trust me, everyone always complain about everything. If you're married, why you you are married? If you're not married, why you're not married? You know, like we always complain about everything. So it's always like when you're young and you desire so hard to have this present from Santa Claus and then Santa Claus didn't give you because Santa Claus is poor this year, so he can't really buy this stuff for you. So you you are like, I really want that. But when you have it, then you want something else. So it's not like really you live in the moment. It's more like you are in the moment like where are you you are here living or you just do what the other people say you to do sometimes we think then i'm i will talk about my experience so my mother wants me to be a teacher but was really what makes me happy i didn't know at that time so when girls 
Finnish university, they mm, more interesting than men to maybe have a family and, you know, get married and whatever, blah, blah, blah. Because society teaches us we have to. But honestly, does it really what you really want? I mean, my auntie, for example, she's not married. She's not married and she's maybe 63 years old or older. Maybe she lied me. But <laughs> she's one of the most happiest person I ever met. And when I think she's my best friend because we always speak about everything and we're like friends, you know. And she's happy maybe more than other people that are married with kids and whatever. So... At the end, uh, I think happiness is what you want, not what other people want, but for really search what you want, what you have to do. Try, try, try everything. Like, <laughs> try and then don't give up. If you really want something, don't give up. I mean, I tried to be a teacher and I didn't like that. And so I wanted to be an actor and I am trying. And I didn't know if I one day I will be. At least I did it, you know, because I find people in my class in Paris. I'm doing Le Cause Florent. So people in my class in Paris, there was maybe one girl, she was like 40 years old. And what? I mean, she broke up with the job and with boyfriend. And she said, like, I wanted to be an actress. I really want, I always wanted so why you lost all this time? Because everyone has different time, you know. So we don't have to compare ourselves to our best friend or she did more. We have to be happy about their goals because you will be achieve yours, you know. You are here now. So in Italian we say la media delle dieci persone che frequenti. Uh, so you are... Um, the average of the people that average, you spend yeah. time with, yes. Yes. So, cut the bad vibes. I mean, why are you waiting what? I mean, if you don't trust someone, you will never ever do. Because he can cheat once. He cheat once, he will cheat too. And, you know, it's up to you, you know. I think try you know, you have to try hard for everything. Thank you, Elena. That made me think. You spoke about Thailand and it made me think about Buddhism when you said who you are and where you are when you experience life, which is mindfulness. Earlier, you spoke about how studying in the Catholic University was important for you. It gave you a foundation, maybe faith. Are you a spiritual kind of girl? What do you believe about life, about spirituality? Are you more into manifestation and like tarot and astrology? Or what is your belief about God, about destiny, about the world? How do you perceive it? Yeah, so I am Christian Catholic. So I grew up with uh, my mother that uh, she teach me her beliefs and uh, her religions that later becomes mine because I was like not really Catholic in a period of my life, but as God always 
forgive us. He always waits us to his house, I think. So when I decided to go alone to university, at the beginning, I was really scared. But thinking that I was going in a group of people that believes what I was believed, that makes me strong because I had brothers and sisters there. I find myself uh, modern, but at the same time vintage because religion is never old. I believe in God and I pray every day. So I think everyone express himself about his religion and he I think every religion who believes in good things and believes in peace and love and charity and values. I think it's uh, good for health too. So in Italy, we have Papa, you know, so we uh, really have this um, man who speaks uh, every Sunday and who all the grandfather and grandmother listen to before eating our Sunday food, traditional one where we are all sitting in our table and we pray and, you know, we uh, remain thankful for what God gives us. So, yeah, when you're young, you not really understand Because when you're young, God is a kind of protection for you. Just like mm, trying to, mm, you know, make kids curious and happy about all the new things they are into discovering. And then I think God's evolving every level of our lives. So at the age of um, 25, I was like really into spiritual traveling so i decided to choose a place where I was like searching something but i didn't know what really so we just like keep our luggage and after your degree in italy we used to travel or also before going to choose a university we have this gap year i think everyone knows all around the world So you go, but you don't know where actually <laughs> really want to go. So you just travel. And uh, I think it's uh, very important for everyone because uh, uh, sometimes I hear people ask me, you traveling alone, how are you do? And I say like, I'm never alone because everywhere I go, I find people who I loved and I love to go back and you know, express what we think, uh, what in how different way we live, because there's not one way for lives. There's not the classic one, you grow up, you study, you, you work in office or whatever, and you go back to family, you have two kids and blah, blah. I discovering Instagram and the internet world that gives us also many good opportunity for seeing other people traveling the world in a camper or school bus and they fix it as a house and uh, it reminds me my grandfather and grandmother that they will love traveling around the world with a camper <laughs> and sometimes we forget about that but it gives you the um, boosting you need 
for your gasoline for makes your car go yeah thank you i really love the energy and this attitude and I interviewed a lot of girls. There are many girls in this world who don't feel confident in order to follow their dreams. Maybe they worry about criticism. And you had the courage, like you spoke now, about traveling, meeting new people, about going to LA just to try it now in Paris, pursuing your dream without anything super prepared. So what within your thinking helps you have courage where many other women and girls are not feeling that same confidence to do it and what advice do you have for them or some actions they can take or some things they can do so that they become that strong confident woman that can try things that doesn't worry if things fail because she's always learning even when mistakes happen or things don't work out and so that she doesn't stay within her comfort zone, but can go outside to discover the world. Sometimes friends come to me, almost more girlfriends come to me and say, oh, we, we broke up, oh, we're fine, or I hate him. I think the big lessons, I one of the big lessons I learned is that from break comes the lights. So... Not everything we think is negative for our experience. It comes out it is because maybe it's your bigger lucky you have. Because I think God's know. So when you believe, you just experience your life as much positive as you can. Because also from the negative stuff, then from, for example, my first broke up, it comes out I wanted to be more stronger because I felt alone and many women feel themselves alone. Also, my mother felt alone when she had to leave my father. So I think this is a big challenge for you. You have to take it because... From that, I experienced that I wanted to be more strong. So I hope it will never happen again. But if next time will happen and a guy will left me, so I will be able to answer him. Okay, I live good alone. I'm good. I feel good. I don't need no one. I mean, I don't need you. And you know what? I want to see many friends all around the world that I didn't even meet, maybe, but I'm going to meet. You know, women are strong. Women have to have good karma because we gave it too much, you know. We gave it too much. And sometimes men didn't respect that. But we are able to go alone. We don't need no one to support us. We are able to stand by our, our foot like black people did, you know. We had the revolution for that. And why women always, when I heard a friend or um, uh, someone that asked my for my help, I said, like, I just take what is into you. I mean, this is not like we are strong enough to do our life because 
you know, we was made for that. So I think the best thing I can say to a person who, who thinks she's not enough, she's not strong enough to do that, just start with the small things. Go out. Go out, but don't live with your mother or your father. Go find your a place, find your job. Also, shit job. It doesn't matter if you're waiters. One time, the last person will be the first. So I think and I believe that people who don't know, maybe they don't speak English and they're afraid to go out from Italy, they just have to do that. You know, go. And in some way, you will figure it out. It doesn't really matter if you don't have a plan because this is not important now. Love is not happening because you have a plan that you want to fall in love. <laughs> so I want to fall in love on 30 February. No, it doesn't work like that. Just experience, do, try, and then you will see. It doesn't matter now, you know. I understand fully. And it makes me wonder when it comes to love, just to ask about your experience. Is it to you chemistry that sometimes you felt attracted to some people that logically maybe they are not your type or they're not really the way you imagine them to be? Or are you someone who falls in love with the souls of people? Or how is to you, because you spoke about love not happening February 30th, <laughs> that was funny. How do you experience love? What kind of people do you find yourself attracted to? And is it a specific type or is it random and sometimes chemistry that logic cannot explain someone that people will think, wow, why are you attracted to that person? But you're like, I don't know, but I just feel a deep sense of like, I know him well, I feel attracted, etc. Can you speak about that? Because I'm sure some people who would be curious to know how you are in this part of your personality. Yeah, love is very difficult for women, especially for women who believe that there is perfect love and perfect um, man. I don't think that. I mean, from my experience... I fall in love maybe twice in my life. And um, yeah, my actual boyfriend, that is not really my boyfriend because <laughs> in this way, I travel a lot for work and for modeling, but also for my brand because it's made in Indonesia. And now I have uh, the long travel to do because he lives in in Mexico, so it's half uh, US and half from Mexico, and uh, we almost more than six months. I we didn't see each other, so um, I think when I was saying love uh, um, is not happening, is because you don't choose with who you have to fall in love. I try to forgive him because we kind of broke up after four years, but. It's hard to find someone and um, feel this because love makes you full. I mean, love 
you can live uh, in colorful. You <laughs> you don't need to eat. That for Italian, it's very rare thing, but it happens. So you feel like you just want to live to see him. So maybe he will never. The the bad things about my life that no one knows. It's that being person with many people that know you, they make them talk and they always will talk bad about you. So you don't care. You don't care about maybe when you grow up, then you, you learn to live it go. You just mad. You just matter about what he think or maybe what he think. And sometimes it's hard that he trusts you because, um, you know, maybe famous footballers text you or famous blah, blah, singer text you. And then he said, why you love me? <laughs> I mean, who I am? <laughs> Say, because it's you, like, you know one. But for me, you everything, you know, so that doesn't matter. On that beautiful note, and I agree that love is both something that adds a lot of depth and dimension to life. And it's not something that you can plan or rationally work with. Or like you said, if you're loved, or if you love him, he doesn't need to compare himself to any person because each soul is unique and personal. Elena, it was my privilege and my honor to include you in this podcast to share your voice, your experience. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I'm so happy. That's actually is not my first interview, but my first interview in English. Like, so I had many interviews in Italy, but also in English. Sorry for my mistakes. <laughs> Don't judge me because I'm still learning. <laughs> You did very well. I'm very proud of you. Thank you again. Thank you. Bye.